0: When discussing fixed rate securities like bonds or preferred stock, one of the risks that often comes up in that discussion is purchasing power risk, or more commonly known as inflation risk. Now, inflation risk is called purchasing power risk for a good reason. If you think about what inflation is, it's the costs of goods and services rising over time, and the purchasing power of a single dollar over time may deteriorate due to the rising costs of goods and services caused by inflation. So when you see purchasing power risk on the Series 7, just think inflation risk. And it's typically associated with investments that are fixed rate investments like bonds and preferred stocks. And it's often associated with those investments that are long term. We're not too concerned about rising inflation in a short-term investment. So if they stress that the investment is a long-term investment, inflation risk could be a possible concern. Now, how would rising inflation impact your bond? Most notably, it would impact its resale value. You could experience a loss of value in your bond over time due to rising levels of inflation. If you think about the purchase of let's say a 5% bond, which is giving you $50 a year, and we'll call it a 20 year maturity, so you're gonna get 50 bucks a year for a 5% bond for the next 20 years. And then finally at the end of the 20th year, you would get principal of $1,000 back. Now I can think about what $50 would buy me today. Next year I can also think about what $50 will buy me. As I go further in time, 20 years down the road, it becomes less obvious of what I'll be able to buy with $50. You know, if the costs of goods and services rise a lot, $50 in 10 years' time might not actually buy nearly what it could buy today. Additionally, that $1,000 that I'm going to get in 20 years may have suffered a huge loss in purchasing power if inflation has steadily risen over that time. So investors who are experiencing inflation risk will see a loss in value of their bonds due to this rising level of inflation. And again, it's typically associated with long-term investments in bonds. Now, the Series 7 often likes to ask you to compare the investment and the exposure to inf- inflation risk with common stocks versus bonds and what you'll hear very often is that common stock investments are a good hedge against inflation what we mean here is that generally the return on the stock market year by year which is unknown but historically the return on the common stock market outpaces any given level of inflation increase so even if inflation is increasing People who hold common stock investments will generally end a year with a higher or superior return than the level of inflation in that year. Now, that does not mean that common stock investments have no inflation risk. If, in questions that you see, they elaborate on the level of inflation, like excessive amounts of inflation or spiraling inflation or in a period of rapid inflation... Well, common stocks do get hurt by too much inflation. If there's a lot of inflation that could hurt the bottom line and profitability of companies that you're invested in, and you might experience a loss in value. But for this test, if they stress that it's normal or general inflation, common stock should be okay. If they express that it's rapid inflation, you do want to assume that common stock investments may be impacted by loss of value. Bonds, however, would experience a loss in value due to both normal levels of inflation and rapid inflation. So for the test, inflation risk is purchasing power risk and you want to assume that it is a concern for any investor in a long-term bond investment, typically with a low coupon.